What's your welcome? You are in tune to the word and it's an Easter special. And boy, have I got some wicked guests for you today. Joining me live on Zoom, we have none other than Max Cyrus, K Triggs and drumroll, please. If I could do a drum roll, it is none other than the living legend, the king of soul, the Stevie Wonder of the UK. It is Omar. Welcome to the word, guys. Thank you. Right, okay, let's start with you, Max. You have had an incredible year. We're talking to you guys today because you've done a collaboration, an absolutely banging single called Blind Treason, which we'll play at the end of our chat. Max, this is going to be from your debut EP. Tell our listeners a little bit about this first single that we're going to be playing later on. Uh, okay, so Blind Treason, first single off of the Uprise EP and it speaks about the current state of society regardless of what country you're living in each verse that k triggs spits his lyrics it, it kind of just portrays the current state that we're in now and how people's mental health is suffering i feel like the good part of this collaboration is no one needed to be told what to do it was just kind of like a bit of a free fall so omar's chorus it kind of encompasses the current state of how i basically interpret how I reward myself, which they say black men are not very good at doing. They say we are the biggest sufferers of mental health in society. So having a chorus to say that, you know, I'm rewarding myself from taking some time is like medicine for pain. A lot of pain that we've suffered over the years, not just people in general in society, but specifically black men, because they say, you know, mental health is a bit of a, a taboo subject around us in society. It all came about in a very organic way. So I'm loving how the Uprise EP is, is more based around an organic creative writing process. And this is how we've managed to come to Blind Treason. And I'm lucky because I actually met K Triggs when Omar was performing at Hammersmith with Erica Badu. And it's all been just kind of like seamlessly skipping along. So we've got to this stage after the pandemic and now blind treason speaks of everything that we're suffering post-pandemic and they really are powerful verses and lyrics let's bring in katrix katrix how you doing mate you okay i'm good i'm good thanks for joining us today will you just tell us how you met max it was the day i wasn't working or anything my my boy said erica badu is performing with omar you want to come through? And I was like, yeah, why not? So ended up going to the concert because I used to work at concerts. I kind of knew of the security. So I decided to kind of, you know, break the rules and uh, sneak backstage. <laughs> <laughs> and at stage door, I saw Max and he was just standing there on his phone. So I was like, you know, this is a moment to kind of just pass the details or something onto him. But he did look quite busy, I can't lie. So I was like, uh, I don't know. But I eventually went up to him and then he actually took the time to, to come off his phone, which I'm grateful for. And he ended up taking my Instagram details. And then from there, you know, he eventually contacted me, asked me to come in the studio. Originally, it was only going to be one song, I remember. And then after we did the one song, it kind of evolved into a project. And then he was like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to get Omar on this song with you. And this I was like, is just <laughs> amazing. I love this story. It just shows people how anyone can get that opportunity or that break if you take an opportunity and grab it. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Exactly. I, I didn't believe it. I was like, oh my, what, the, the, soul, the legendary soul singer? What's this guy talking about, man? This guy, I ain't going to be jumping on no song with an elite artist like that. He's like, yeah, okay, watch, don't worry. And then, you know. How do you think of Omar? Did you think, no nah, way, it can't be that Omar, it must be another one? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was definitely the first reaction because, you know, Omar is a legend, you know, classic albums, classic singles, classic collaborations. So it was just, I'm still trying to get my mind over it, to be honest. I love it. I love how it's all come together. And that was what, 2016, when you approached Max. So it shows also that these overnight successes don't happen. But let's bring somebody in now who is a legend in his own right, is of course the one and only Omar. Hi, mate. How you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Enjoy the sunshine. I just wish the listeners, because I can actually see you and you're sat in the garden, God knows where, but it looks amazing. And it's just so cool to have you on the show. You know, you must know how loved you are in Bristol and you've been down here a number of times, haven't you? I've had many a good night in Bristol and many a night I've forgotten as well because uh, it's easy to do that much about it. Having a good night in Bristol. And just recently I did some really good music down there as well. I'm looking to come back down there and work with a couple of friends of mine who've got a studio there. So I always love coming to Bristol. So how did this collaboration with Max come about? I'll tell you how I first met Max was at the Barbers which is around the back of where I am. What were we talking about? What, what project was it? A we TV talk- show? So Omar is very talented when it comes to like script writing and ideas. And I think at that time, the barber realised that I was someone who was doing work around stuff with commissions. Mm. And Omar had two great ideas, which we won't speak about today because they're some they're, they're diamonds that he's sitting on at the moment. But that's how it came about. Barbershop. Mm. And then I think after that, Grenfell, and then the, That's the, right. the concert, yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I attended Grenfell when I used to be in the fire service. And it, we kind of all then just started building this relationship and friendship since then, really. Well, Max, I didn't know that. I had no idea. That must have really affected you that night. It did, it did. I, I'd done 15 years and I decided to leave. And to be honest, my mental health and the therapy of working on projects like this and doing creative work, that has helped with the PTSD. You're you're talking to an actual real life superhero, if you don't mind me saying that, because yeah, this man has done some amazing, amazing things. Stuff that you only read about in comic books. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, we've got enough love and respect for Max. Absolutely. I hear you. What firefighters do and first responders is on a whole nother level. And Max, I'm Mm. sorry, I had no idea that you had done all of this. And it maybe makes some sense when I listen to your lyrics now, because they are so powerful and meaningful. And you speak so openly about mental health, which is rare in young black men as well. We know the stats, what that's like around that. So to hear you embrace it and talk so openly is incredibly important. Do you actually do that consciously or is it organic, Max? I think it's organic because I'm grounded and I would say consciously because I know I have a responsibility in society. I think the key for me is I feel that, so I came mainly from a drum and bass background, but I feel like the culture in the UK around music with the younger generation, it's really important that we kind of lean and listen to those who, who have basically given us a really good solid foundation. So. I didn't think it was too far-fetched to be able to reach out to Omar and hear what he could offer in terms of advice, lyrical composition, you know, his presence, 
I think these are some of the key things that sometimes we miss in this very fast-paced society where blind treason is actually quite a very slow track. You know, if you, you think about what is traditionally going on now with grime and drill, it is very, very fast and the lyrics are very fast, but sometimes you lose the essence and the meaning behind it. You can literally be reading a paragraph in a book and Blind Treason reads very well. So for me, that's what I wanted to capture more than anything else. And I just want to say with the music video, because the lyrical content is strong, the portrayal of the faces of Omar and K-Trees is very strong. And that's something that you don't usually get to see, the stillness within people's faces within music videos, especially within the UK. I see it more with like Kendrick Lamar. And I, obviously I've got inspiration from different areas when it comes to film. But like I said, this is just the beginning of a journey and it's just the basics that we're working on for the uprise. But yeah, I'm meeting Omar. He actually came to my house after Grinfeld and sat on the sofa and he listened. I think for me, that was really important. At that time, I waited six months for counselling for a 10 minute phone call through the fire service. And I think at that point, I had lost all will and then resigned and just went full time into the music industry. It's really hard. I can totally relate. You know, it's a really, really hard time for everybody wow. at the moment. Anyway, Omar, you are an incredible musician. You're classically trained. You've dedicated 40 years of your life to the industry. How important is your vocals and the whole way you develop your lyrics? Can you just take us a little bit into how your process works? I always start with a melody. I'm actually, as you okay. can see before, I was in a studio. I'm in the studio working with a friend and we were talking about it and it's always the melody first rather than okay. the lyrics because you kind of get a sense of what you, you want to sing about from that but also you know what Max and K Triggs were, were performing on the track obviously you know I just wanted to lend my voice to that moment and make some kind of sense of it and, and hopefully it's done, done that job but yeah, I just, I, I go with the flow, you know, there's no no particular criteria. Maybe I'm a little smoke beforehand, but um, other than that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Getting a mood, getting a mood for it. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, just uh, easy flowing, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's nearly 40 years I've been doing this, so I've just been taking it. I'm just blessed that I can still be making music and still get excited by the music that I'm making as well. I'm working with these old young whippersnappers, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's all good. Nah, man, you're young as well, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. Blessed. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you've had, you've had an incredible career, Omar. Let's just take a few minutes out because I know the listeners are so keen to hear from you. And Max Catering's will get back to you, don't worry. You've worked with some incredible legends, you know, that sure. there's almost too many to mention. Are there any ones that stand out to you that were just like highlights of your career? Well, Stevie Wonder was the biggest influence for me from when I was about eight years old. I had a, a secret life of plants which was like my album so for him to reach out to me and, and say he wanted to work with me was a big a big deal for sure and now we have a duet together Erica Badu Angie Stone Common is another big artist for me because he's always been there he might even be coming down to the studio this weekend from when you signed with Talking Loud to where you are now, it's just been such an incredible journey and it's been a privilege to to listen to the work that you've done over the years. So thank you for well, your contribution yeah, yeah. to music. You want to hear, 
You want to hear that new stuff coming? The album nine's almost ready as well. So I ain't stopped. I ain't taking my, my foot off the pedals. We've got two other extremely talented young whippersnappers with us today. <laughs> Max and Kay Triggs as well. So Max, we talked about Blind yeah. Treason and Omar's contribution to that is absolutely off the hook. It's mind-blowing. It's beautiful. It's sublime. What else can we expect to hear from this incredible debut EP of yours? What you can expect to hear and see is there yes. will be the Upright short film, which will premiere in the London Victoria Curzon Cinema at some point over the next two months, which basically is four music videos put together. It makes one short film. And on the 25th of April, we'll reveal the next single, which features Omar off of the EP. But until then, it's just all blind treason. Amazing. So what's it like when you get things like GQ Man of the Year? How did that happen and how did you feel when you heard that? Do you know what? <clears throat> so, <laughs> Essence Magazine listed me in the top 10 hot candy and I was like, yeah, for I was holding in the stomach then. I was like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> uh, I, I think they put me fifth or sixth past Danton Idris and I was like, right, I, I can flex with this now. But Idris's manager contacted me through Instagram and said, can you write a piece? It's for for humanity. It'll be for. It was very kind of clock and dag. Didn't really give like full details behind it. He said it's for GQ Man of the Year, and it was for Gareth Southgate, and I think Sir Anthony Hopkins at the time who who won GQ Man of the Year 2021. So that came through Idris Elba, his manager, and his wife Sabrina Elba, and they had been absolutely fantastic for me. That opportunity has opened more doors. I'm now with the talent agency Fauci and Merlin, which is good. And yeah, I guess it's the creative writing side that's gonna allow me to do this little culture keeper thing that I'm working on. I'm big on working with projects about keeping the culture. I think there's a lot of things that we're starting to miss in society and culture especially essence around parts of black culture is really important in leaving this legacy for future generations not just younger i think sometimes people think you know future generation mean young people but you can learn things even as an elder as well so it's really important now in society i love that because that's actually kind of the ethos and mission of ajima radio is to celebrate black cultures and you know really get it out there and take it to audiences that maybe haven't heard it before so i love yeah. that katrix let's bring you back in it's just amazing isn't it to hear things like omar and idris elba and stuff like that it's just mind-blowing but what's in the near future for you katrix at the moment i'm just focused on the uprise ep because that's a very special project to me you know especially being backed by two talented people so that's the main focus i'm always working writing new music so in terms of another project that will definitely be coming later down the line but right now the main focus is so what drew you to Max? I mean, you know, your lyrics have, have gelled and worked so well with what Max does. Why do you think that is? Thank you. I think it's because he got what I was trying to put out and I understood his vision. So once we gelled, obviously at the beginning, it wasn't just I went in the studio. Like he did give me a lyrical workout. It wasn't just like, you know, record one take. All right. Cheers, mate. All right, so I'll see you next week. Now it was like, no, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. Oh, really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 
work out. <laughs> that's <laughs> doing... that's wicked to hear though, because of what if he just had just gone off in him? He's not like what, but he took the time out to work with you, and he could obviously see that there were, what he wanted was there in the first place. That you had that talent, and you could see his oh. vision. I've had the privilege of interviewing a lot of musicians over my many years, and one key thing I've noticed lately is how people say how important it's been to have collaborations with artists, and that that's helped their careers. Would you say the same, Catrix? Oh yeah, definitely. This is helping me by a milestone. Since the single came out, I've already seen a much bigger reaction than any of my other songs that's come out in the past. So I'm eternally grateful to both of them. And learning as well, I'm learning too, how to navigate. All of this is new to me, so. Yeah, so Omar, let's bring you in on that that point. You know, as we said, we've got the, the slightly youngers here. If you've got any advice for somebody who is trying to, you know, break into the music industry or any tips or any things that you would try, it's... if you could do again, what would you say? I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing for anything that I've done, you know, because that's led me up to this point where I am right now. So I would just say perseverance, you know, patience is key. You got to learn your craft, not expect it to happen overnight and do something which is different, which makes you stand out from people. Because, I mean, you know, it's brilliant that we have the internet now, which means a lot of people can put up music, you know, in the style that they want without having to go like mainstream or anything like that. But there's a hundred million people trying to do the same thing as you are. So you have to do something which is going to be different and make you stand out from the crowd. That's all I've got to say. Be realistic. Can you remember that sort of first moment where you thought, oh, this is it. I'm, I'm getting somewhere. I'm, you know, I've got a break. Probably when I did Top of the Pops. Really? Well, that's a national TV show. Um, oh, was um, that uh, for There's Nothing Like This? That's for Nothing, there's nothing yeah. Like This, yeah, exactly. I mean, no, when I, when I wrote There's Nothing Like This, I, I kind of had a sense that it was going to do something pretty well because I made a, a cassette tape of just that song playing over and over and over again and didn't get bored. And then I played it to my dad and his record label, and they, they, they loved that at the same time. And then, you know, it started to blow up in the clubs, on the pirate radio stations, all of that. That's where I started to, you know, I started to see something really happen. And then it went international, you know, because then I started to tour the States, Japan, places like that. That's where, you know, I began to get the fruits of my labor. There's Nothing Like This is such a timeless track. We're going to play it today as well. It just, it's just an incredible work of art. But it isn't about having that one hit wonder, is it? Because you are such a talented musician with a back catalogue of music, but you can also perform live. I've had the pleasure of seeing you perform live so many times. It's incredible. How important is it to you to be able to do it live? Oh, that's all part of the excitement, what draws me to it. I mean, you get a vibe when you're creating the songs, but then it's also a thing when you're somewhere where you don't know the people, but they're actually singing your music back to you. That's quite, that's quite something which I am quite, I got used to still. You know what I mean? But it's all part of, all part of the buzz. It's amazing though, is it? When you're on a stage at something like Glastonbury and you've got the whole crowd singing back at you. And what I used to love, I don't know if you still do it, is when you sort of do the beatbox on the chest. What do you call that? Percapella, I call it. I, I nicked it from Bobby McFerry. That's just something that I, I, I learned to do in college. And then I, I wrote a song based on it. I wrote a couple of songs based on that. And then, uh, yeah, that's something which I, I bring out at parties after I've had too much sangria. I will never forget yeah. the first time I saw you do that. <laughs> I'd yeah, ask you yeah, to do yeah. it now, but you're holding your phone, so... Yeah, exactly. I can't do it one then. <laughs> <laughs> you're amazing. I mean, Max, are you going to be doing any of this live? Do you want to do tours? What about you? How does it work with you in the live scene? 
I think for the moment, the main thing for me is building. So I, I've started the label MCM. My main thing is building the label. As Omar said, being persistent with it and, and consistent and being patient. Writing more music, a few more collaborations and just building that, that good catalogue where I can take it and start maybe a college or university tour. That's my main thing if I can start doing things in that, in that circuit. I've done tour management before when I was in the drum and bass scene, so I have a bit of understanding around it. But I think the music, for me, need to have more in the catalogue and then Baby Steps. Baby Steps, I hear you. We'd love to have you in Bristol, that's for sure. We spoke to Omar about collaborations and who he has worked with in the past, and I'll ask him if there's anyone left that he wants to work with. But what about you, Max? Is there somebody, obviously you've got Omar already in your stable. Mm. Is there somebody that you really would like to work with? Not like Wishlist. Yeah. Look at that face. Pack. I wish people could see that. <laughs> I want to know the answer now. <laughs> All right, so Anderson Pack, Kendrick, oh, Common, Raheem Devon, Little Sims, <laughs> Emmy, definitely Emmy, Georgia Smith. Is Ian Brown still making music? I loved when he did Fear. Ian Brown, for me, he was just like, I love Ian Brown. The Dove, I love the Dove. Um, well, hey, Common's coming to see Omar this weekend, so you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, pre- I'll pretend I'm the delivery driver. <laughs> hopefully he's coming. Hopefully he's coming. You know yeah, that he's been yeah, the Oscar yeah. winners up. Yeah, yeah, as well. Omar, is there anyone yes. you would love to work with? I'm afraid most of the people I wanted to uh, are past, but definitely Anderson Pratt for sure. Pharrell, Pharrell Williams is somebody that I, I've always admired because of the style of production that he does, which is all, you know, using the, the, the normal instruments. I did pick Bill Withers and Bobby Womack was somebody that I would have loved to have worked with but yeah obviously those guys are fast I hear you I hear you so before we wrap it up let's hear from Catrix you've had a little bit of time to think about it is there a wish list that you've got of people you want to work with apart from Omar and Max <laughs> well, it would be here all, it would be here all night um, but I would say J. Cole Kendrick Eminem Little Sims it's a long list I can't lie Sometimes, you know, people think, oh, I don't know much about this music. I'll go off and have a listen to this and have a listen to that. But guys, I could literally talk to you all day. But, you know, it's Easter. You've got family to see and chocolate to eat. So, Omar, Max, Cave Triggs, thank you so much for joining us. Guys. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Max, can you please introduce this banging single of yours? So, Blind Treason, featuring Cave Triggs and Omar Lafouk, live for the massive in Bristol. Boom! I grew up where poverty is your best friend And guns like the attention of death beds They hung pride out the window and said fetch The rap race will continue so get set We'll get checked on invisible threats Illusions and texts amusing to heads that knew all the steps To survive in this game covered in pain No colour for a bother just the heavy figures to gain So they say I'm designed to act away But I'm never animated I put plans on the page And I've never hesitated to get real on the fake But it's still a chess game so I pick what to say You can match the moral of a man with a tape Because the actions are recorded sound in the place You gotta know the circle you run with boy Before the choice you make is on crutches boy I'm rewarding myself Taking some time Pretending the story About my life No negative features The landscape of time This stuff has 
to be told right Living an era was speaking will create a crowd Before you jump the gun let me shoot and explain it now Confusion generating interest Wanna feel the truth but it's already been there Man I out here looking good for the mistress Wifey on the phone still plotting the business The hustlers drivers on the ten toes I keep it underground like it's the metro Check the people now the feeling I'm with hope The belly see the message if it isn't sexual Crazy what I make with the stroke of a pencil Release for my dental Awaken the mental Hotel for rental Was never an agreement You will never achieve it The people will redeem it Took my history in a second just to conceal it It's gonna take more than a minute for me to receive it Steady repeating Keeping a secret like every meeting Every season I'm seeking the freedom Stepping with healing Standing by kneeling and beating Deceiving Figures like streaming For money achievement The killing is cheesing The camera is rolling They got the popcorn they're eating This is the use of a government that's always seated Watching reality shows The script is defeated Black Kings that a movie I don't want repeated I gotta be ruthless I'm speaking of mind to let the truth sing The reality is never ever toothless Cause mother nature brought the rules in And we can get through this If we can get schools in Cause knowledge is a nuisance I use it on the enemy to prove it I'm rewarding myself Taking some time Continued the story About my life No negative features The landscape's all time This story has to be told right I'm rewarding myself Taking some time Continue the story About my life No negative features The landscape's all time This stuff has to be told right Black queens thrive even when support is weakened That means I need to improve on the treatment Rap brings light to all those forever seeking Sat with knights discovering how to be kings Black queens thrive even when support is weakened That means I need to improve on the treatment Rap brings light to all those forever seeking Sat with knights discovering how to be kings Black queens thrive even when support is weakened That means I need to improve on the treatment Rap brings light to all those forever seeking Sat with knights discovering how to be kings Black queens thrive even when support is weakened That means I need to improve on the treatment. Rap brings light to all those forever seeking. Sat with me.